So I got new blood work done as of uh, just last month, and I am don't want to preempt anything, but this one's a little bit different because I was cutting quite a bit um, into, into the dieting phase, of course. So we'll preface it with that, but there's a lot of experiments that I did on this to literally see what will happen to hopefully gain knowledge from and I think I gained quite a bit from this so we'll cover a lot of things on that as we go through it uh, Jameson do you have that pulled up as well um, the blood work blood work yeah, get that pulled up so we can follow along <laughs> but I will share the screen with y'all like and Megan Fox <laughs> yes show me your blood work oh yeah <laughs> yeah they look like vampires yeah, sure. That's why the vampire but, communities reached out to them. I mean, I like Megan Fox for sure, but MGK. Not My so friend says Megan Fox is a dude, so I don't know. I'm, I'm avoiding. That's I don't, I don't mind that. She's still hot. <laughs> Kim Petras. <laughs> yeah, I mean Kim Petras just needs to tone it down with the whatever she's eating, <laughs> but she could still be hot. Anyways, so this is my blood work. Of course, this is the new that I got done at the end of uh, April. So I went in, this is of course done by a actual booth that I met at FitCon and it's called Transcend and what they do is TRT and hormone therapy and I'll, I'll explain more as we go on but uh, so not too much here. The first things you'll see are the metabolic panel with my BUN and creatinine which mm, are both high. Creatinine's pretty high there my boy. Yeah, and so anyone supplementing with creatine and training often, your creatinine will likely be pretty high. And for this reason, a lot of people should stop training for like five days leading up to a blood test. But I'm like, nah, bro. <laughs> so it's you know, nah, it's, it's not a big issue with what I'm trying to test. Um, other than that, everything organ-wise was looking good. So um, let's move on to the next page. So nothing stands yes. out until cholesterol. Hey. So uh, better than mine. Surprisingly, better. I mean, so HDL seventy six. That's really good. That's amazing. Holy yeah. smokes! So that's a good indicator of lifestyle, and LDL is higher for sure. It's just slightly elevated, and that's good for you. Um, get this: when when I was on the phone with the guy, he told me to lower the saturated fat, which is like, hey, okay, I got you. That can definitely help if I'm uh, also eating like shit, like it's shitty right. saturated fat. Right. But he recommended me two oils. Now, do you want to take a guess no, on no, what those no. oils? <laughs> no, 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 daddy, no. So he okay. recommended you two oils. I no. guess that's it's not so the C word. Oh, thank God. So you got one. Oh, sunflower, sunflower was one of them, and the one I was most astounded by. Soy soybean. No, but that would have been really bad too. This Sesame? is like. This is like third worst oil I think you could recommend for Vegetable. a man. And no, that's pretty generalized, like canola. It was uh, uh, it was flaxseed oil. Ugh. So, Ugh. yeah. So, for the video I'll be editing, that which I have the phone on speaker and stuff, um, I like just looked at the camera and I'm like, what? <laughs> so, for, for those of y'all who don't know, flaxseed oil, not great for tea levels or even flaxseeds in general. And anything oil, highly concentrated. So he recommended me get some more poofas in my diet. Which you yeah, know, get those poofas in, boy. It's uh, 
You just tell me taking cow liver oil, okay? <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, that's what I think this I'm could sure be. Enough. The LDL could be from cod liver oil, like being a little bit elevated. But either, even regardless, it's no worry because you'll see I got C-reactive protein and the inflammation in my body is super low. So this cholesterol is not even an issue. So let's go continuing down. So we have LH, which mm -hmm. is at 6.6, .6, which is a signaling to the balls to produce more testosterone. The balls. And uh, it's in a good range. It's pretty elevated. Usually you don't want it to go too high. You want it to be in a good middle range. Um, FSH is fine. It's, you know, it's at the lower end, but it's all right. Now, um, testosterone. So total testosterone came in at 861, mm -hmm. which I was super surprised at. It's, uh, I think it could be because I'm deeper into my cut and uh, body fat percentage. Don't know, but uh, it's still really good, but it's True. definitely not 990 like it was last year. And the plot thickens as we go further. So most men would kill for 861. Yeah, it's still really, really good naturally for sure. And um, it's like, I'd say anyone above like 750, you're in an amazing range. Mm -hmm. So still really good. But free testosterone came in at 17.2, and I'm pissed that they didn't have SHBG measured because that's mm. specifically what I've been trying to get at for a long time. Well, so they, they forgot? Well, I asked, and they said that they would measure it, but I looked at the panel that they order when I get there for the overview, and it's like, it's not there. And I just didn't want to deal with it. And I'm like, well, at least they measure free testosterone at all because a lot don't. So um, it's still in a middle range. So I would say I probably still have elevated SHBG uh, to an extent, not insanely high because it's still in the middle range of free, but it's in a good spot nonetheless. But I will definitely get SHBG again relatively soon and probably not work through these guys. But <laughs> um, other than that, let's see. So we continue on we'll go to thyroid everything else is good psa prostate is good let's go to thyroxine t4 free direct so that's pretty good so the thyroid hormone t4 needs to be converted into an active state which is t3 and mm -hmm. that's what actually stimulates your metabolic system in a way so that's in a fine range but you look at going to TSH, since we'll look at thyroid first, TSH is high. It's at an 8, and the top is 4.5. So what this means is my brain is trying to stimulate my thyroid gland into working and producing T4 and T3. So it's having to signal or stimulate even harder because it's not happening. And one of the things I realized looking at my past blood work I always thought I got thyroid checked, but I didn't until now. So even me having a six pack now, I technically could be diagnosed with subclinical hypothyroid, like a low metabolic rate. So that's crazy. Uh, it, this, I don't know. This could be from being in a cut too. It's, it's tough to say, or I could have always had some thyroid, um, like underactive thyroid. I have no clue. And some insight, you, I know, you know, iodine is super important. Same with selenium for thyroid mm -hmm. function. And I've of course been eating oysters, which are high in selenium and zinc and iodine even. And also 
replaced my real salt with iodized salt about four months ago. So there's no issue, at least from a micronutrient standpoint, on why I can't convert enough T3 because I have the the building blocks to do so. Right. So this is interesting to me. Um, so I looked further and I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck else am I experimenting with? And I realized L-carnitine, which we brought up on the last pod, L-carnitine prevents uptake of thyroid hormones. Hey. So um, it's it's really interesting because I've del- delved deep into the research since this because it's obviously so fascinating. But um, from there, I realized if your body's primarily burning fat, then your thyroid will be underactive for a period of time. And if you're indulging in carbohydrates enough, then you're kind of uh, the gear system that you're shifting with in your metabolism and your thyroid is using thyroid to metabolize glucose. So this is why people on keto also get kind of underactive thyroid. But I think because I was mega dosing L-carnitine so hard, it threw off my thyroid is what I'm thinking. Yeah. So be careful with that if you have underactive thyroid and are supplementing with L-carnitine. And kind of crazy because I've been doing L-carnitine for the androgen receptor density experiment, but it's it that's hard to measure i don't even think there's really a way to do uh androgen receptor density unless you're getting biopsies so regardless of all that nerd shit um let's uh let's continue and i will say if you have a hyperactive thyroid and you're a quote-unquote hard gainer but you should get your thyroid checked and check and make sure that if it is overactive you can deal with that and L-carnitine is a solution for hyperactive thyroid. So that can be an option for you, perhaps. But in my case, if you're low thyroid, stay the hell away from L-carnitine, <laughs> especially in high doses. Uh, so next, let's go to DHEA, which is super high. And DHEA is super high because I've been supplementing DHEA. And I've been supplementing it to experiment with people saying if you take too much of DHEA, it'll convert straight to estrogen. So with that Mm. in mind, Mm. we look at Mm. my estradiol, Mm. and it's in a really good spot, actually, like right in the middle of the range, 26. Now, in the past, I will uh, divulge my, just in 2021, my estradiol was a 53.9, which is above the range. Mm. So. Yeah. So, I mean, it was elevated along with my testosterone, so it's not bad per se. It's following along with being high, but um, that is something that was a dramatic change from last year's results is my estradiol being right in the middle of the range instead of being elevated. So my testosterone to estrogen ratio has gotten even better and I don't have any issues either way because that's the main thing. You don't want to crush your estrogen or estradiol. Mm-hmm. But um, another thing that I had done, so taking DHEA aside, being super high as fuck and not raising my estrogen at all, that goes to show if you have a good diet, good lifestyle, and aren't excessively fat, <laughs> like you don't have a lot of <laughs> excess fat, then you will not convert as much testosterone or DHEA into estradiol. So that's kind of a myth from what I'm guessing from my results. But beyond that, 
last year I did a lot of sushi. I ate sushi like at least three times a week. And I will admit, indulged in soy sauce with it, the packets that it comes with. So that, yeah, it was just the Kikoman in the little uh, plastic little packets. And I put that on my sushi a lot. I love a lot of saltiness. So mm. I also attribute partially my estradiol lowering because I've not been eating sushi at all since the beginning of this year, basically. Maybe mm. once or twice for this whole five months. So the soy, I mean, I think that's definitely something to look at. So, you know, I, it wasn't to the point where it was bad with any things that I had going on, but it's definitely noteworthy. So um, moving on from there, C-reactive protein is a measure of inflammation. That was really low, like 0.59, and the max is a 3. So mm -hmm. even considering I'm training, still really low. So very good. And that's it, ultimately, for that. So really interesting findings. Wow. And uh, yeah, I, would, I was expecting my T to be super high because of how I, I was feeling. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I do have some underactive thyroid symptoms like my feet right. just being super cold oh interesting interesting and really feeling low energy even though i sleep like eight hours so there is that and i'll be taking care of that the ancestral route by eating some raw liver brother thyroid <laughs> oh perfect yeah so i'll be experimenting perfect. with that good man and uh yeah so we went over my results and the dude still wanted me to be on trt like wait why <laughs> i don't know why listen brother your thyroid so i'm gonna put you on some trt thyroid replacement therapy no he he wrote up a huge list of stuff like let me see like I, i'll go Sesame over oil or sunflower oil oh well Flaxy not even that oil. he he, he was literally just prescribing me a bunch of excess shit so damn i'll i'll share this with with the stream and uh explain it to you at least to the point that i can understand so first thing, he told me that this would be testosterone with HCG to still, quote unquote, keep my natural production going with the HCG, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. which it's really not because it's circumventing your LH and, uh, you know, it's signaling to your balls to produce more, but still you're bludgeoning your system with testosterone as well. Mm -hmm. So he has both of those. And the amount of this quote, $14,474.46. Wait, what? Yeah. Well, that's... So that's he wanted to... <laughs> well, so that's, I guess, not fully accurate. But he put on a bunch of these things on the quote and then said, okay, basically choose what you want to use. This is all the things I recommend. And um, the total was that. But I wouldn't Jeez. pick everything, you know, even Jeez. if I wanted to go on it. So... uh Aside from that, like he was, he wanted to put me on like a growth hormone stuff and it's a lot of shit. I just don't know because these are very, you know, they're compounds I wouldn't mess with at all because they totally just circumvent your, your system. So mm -hmm. he put so much shit on there, like vitamin D three drops, even though we didn't test vitamin D, so, <laughs> um, weird. You just need these anyway, brother. So everyone takes them. The character levels are. Yeah. I don't care. He also uh, put, he quoted up an omega-3 and D3 60-day supply, like separate. I don't know why. And then vitamin B12 drops. We didn't get B12 tested, 
and I sure as fuck am not deficient in B12. But he, he didn't ask me oh, about my diet. So yeah, he didn't even ask me any of these questions. He's just like, well, let's throw in vitamin B12 drops because it'll be $163 worth of vitamin oh, B12 Oh, that's so drops. sad. People who like come to this thinking that like this is what they need and then they just take all these things and then they're hurting themselves more than they're yeah. helping. Yeah. Oh. And and then he did like a multivitamin, something that was like a... A multivitamin. Put that in there too. So... I mean, of course, he's trying to just make as much money as possible, but mm-hmm. for him to tell me that I need to be on TRT after that, it's like, no, <laughs> yeah, and no, like, dude, there's literally no reason whatsoever. Uh, so this is, I mean, I hate to say, it, but this is literally just legalized steroids to an extent at yeah. this point. And that's so uh, got all that cash. Yeah. It's it's just crazy shit. So uh, so that's my results. That's what happened, and uh, we'll we'll move on from there. 